Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. TGIF, thank God I'm forgiven. I thought I was going to say thank God it's Friday. Hey, <laughs> our Friday show. Yes, our Friday with Jesse and Anita, our spiritual warfare show. Seems and a lot of people like the show. Yes, yes, we got some good comments. I it's got. because it's, it's, it's a couple that's married in the Catholic Church and believes the church's teachings is podcasting on spiritual warfare. That's the only attraction. Anybody can do this. Yeah. God just happened to put us in this in this position. Yeah, and we're blessed to be able to be with you and encourage you in your marriage yeah. and your life. And so is Daniela and Terry Barber. They have the uh, Bible with the Barbers, and they do That's as a right. couple, they too. They do a bang-up job. So I'm um, hoping we can all encourage you in the faith and, and most of all in your marriage. And yeah, get you get, closer to Christ. And get you to go go into your parish and work together, the husband and wife yes, and RCIA and, and catechism. Yeah, and pray together. Most of all, live in the state of grace. So the month of October. Yeah, the month of October is the month of um, the Holy Rosary. It's a devotion which Our Lady loves most and has asked her to pray frequently and, if possible, daily in her apparitions to St. Dominic Dominic de Guzman, uh, Blessed uh, Blessed Alan de la Roche, Uh, St. Bernadette Subaru in Lourdes, to Blessed Jacinta, Blessed Francisco, and Sister Lucia and Fatima, St. Louis de Montfort. It is a Marian devotion which several popes throughout these centuries have endorsed and encouraged the Catholic faithful to pray as a manifestation of our filial trust and love for our Mother Mary, the Mother of God, because we know of the powerful intercession which Our Lady, as a Mother of God, has in front of the Blessed Trinity. So it's important. This is the month of the Holy Rosary, and all of you should be on day, what's this, day five, yeah. every day praying the Rosary, if you haven't already. So if you haven't, that's okay. Start today. By Start the, today. By the way, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have sick family members. Some of you are sick, like in the Romero house. Yes. Uh, sick grandsons, sick sons, the sick spouses. Yes. Maybe you're sick. We're going to pray right now just a quick Hail Mary in uh, in Latin for all of us. For all of us that are dealing with some medical issues, we're going to place ourselves in the uh, in the arms of the Blessed Mother. Yes. In nomine Patris et Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Mother Mary, hear our prayers. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tuum mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostre. Amen. In nomine Patris, Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Saint Raphael, pray for us. Saint Michael, pray for us. Saint Gabriel, pray for us. Saint Charbel, pray for us. Saint Padre Pio, pray for us. Uh, Saint uh, Thaddeus, patron saint, uh, Saint Jude Thaddeus, patron saint of impossible causes. Pray for us. Saint Rita, patron saint of impossible causes. Pray for us. Our saint Faustina. Angels. Saint Faustina. Today's our day. Yes. Pray, pray for, for us. us. In yes. the name of the Father, Son, Son and, the and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Anita, uh, during the week, you and me went to go watch a movie, which really, it really changed my perspective. I didn't know much about human sex trafficking. Right. I hear the word a lot. Yeah. I've read articles. I've seen bulletin boards. Yeah. And, but the, the movie right. took. We watched a movie. Right. It's called The Sound of Freedom. Yeah, Sound of Freedom with by um, a Catholic actor Ed, uh, Eduardo Rossi. He's a director. He's a director. Yeah. 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 And uh, him and um, Alejandro Monteverde. Right. So they both. Uh, we watched a special screening. Yeah, in Tucson. a special screening, and gosh, it really took my view of human tra- trafficking trafficking 
to another level. It's completely of, diabolical. Of uh, not o- another level of um, concern. Yes. Concern uh, for all the for those that are targeted, which are young adult w- women and men, uh, teenagers, children, children, and they like little boys especially. And they like little boys especially. Yeah. And this just took it to another. My concern for these for these. Uh, Young adults. I still have young adult children. Yes. And uh, they, they could be a target. Yeah. The movie that we saw, it shows the diabolical world of adult and child sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, share some mind-blowing facts that we learned from director Eduardo Verastegui at the special screening that we watched on Sunday. It was a Sunday in Tucson, Arizona. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that he shared with us? Um, well, he show, shared, um, let's see. He said in Mexico is the largest exporter of child sex trafficking in the world. And he said he also said the USA USA, the United States of America no, no surprise. No surprise. Is the largest consumer of child sex trafficking. Number three. Number three. Eighty percent of the women that come across the southern border are raped. After the women are raped, the Mexican cartel hang the underwear of the victim on a tree branch or bush. There are thousands of women I know you, you, you everybody's I, you guys are all smart listeners, and you're seeing what's coming across the border. Yeah. And uh, these women are raped by the Mexican cartels, and they hang the underwear. And thousands of the women, the underwear hanging on the trees in the deserts of the United States Southwest Territory, Arizona, Texas. California. California. What's the fourth thing we the learned from fourth, the movie? Human trafficking is a $150 billion business. Sheesh. This movie is exposing what... That what what uh, Jeffrey Epstein was doing in his Epstein Island, and it's truly an international problem. So it's uh, and you know it's really um, I don't want to say much. I mean I don't want to give away the movie, but it's not just these these uh, victims. Not only come to the United States, they go all over the world, yeah. all over the world. You so, could, by the way, you can watch the trailer, uh, and I would re- yes. recommend. Go to, uh, it's on YouTube, go to Sound of Freedom, Sound of Freedom uh, uh, by Eduardo Verastegui or, yep. uh, or Alejandro Monteverde, yep. and send it to everybody in your network of friends. It's coming out in a few months, yeah, April, April 2023, yes. and we want to make sure that this movie gets wide views, mm-hmm. you know, wide viewership, because... Yes. This is a very real problem right now that's diabolical. This is Satanism within our midst. Not only that, it's it's a political. Yes. It's very political. So uh, we need to support this movie when it comes out. We'll be uh, just keeping you abreast of yeah. of it, of its uh, when it's finalized and it's ready to go out mm-hmm. and and the advertisement. So we want to support that. So, and we'll, we'll get Eduardo on. We'll yeah, get him on one of these Fridays yes, before yes, the movie. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then, uh, what's today? The first Friday of the month. First where, Friday of the month. Uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus appeared to Saint Margaret Mary Ella Coke, and today's uh, the tenth promise. He let, gave her ten promises. Or were there twelve promises or ten? Twelve. Yeah, twelve promises. 12 promises. But this is the tenth promise promises. Number 10. Promise number ten is. I will give the priest the gift of touching the most hardened wow. hearts. So our priest, he's, this is his month. So Receive our, a special grace. Yeah, special grace. To touch yep. and harden hearts. And yes. trust me, we need it. We absolutely Because we, we have do. many Catholics that are very low information. Yes, we do. We do. And so then, and also, uh, today's the first Friday of the month. 
Yes. We honor the sacred heart of Jesus. Jesus. Yes. And also we honor the passion. Yes. Yes. As as Catholics, there's a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. A lot to celebrate. Uh, Again, we see see life uh, with the glass half full, not half empty. Yes. So, Anita, let's talk about this cult that's... They basically control the border. Yes. California, Arizona, New Mexico, or I think that's a border, Texas. Uh, these people are vicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's and, a, so, and who are they? Who Who is Santa, Santa Muerte? Santa, and that, and yeah. they're, part, prob, they're part of the cartel. Yes. Right? Uh, Mexico's Santa Muerte, or it actually means saint of, mm-hmm. saint of death, mm-hmm. is deeply connected to witchcraft and Satanism. And they're portrayed as wearing a skull mask donning a long cloak similar to a female Grim Reaper, Santa Muerte is honored through the states that are believed to hold magical powers. You'll see black sculptures of the death saint. They're used in cursing rituals, while white sculptures are used Mm -hmm. for cleansing rituals. Wow. Others see her statue as an omen or threat of death. Santa Muerte is a Mexican folk saint linked to narcotics trafficking and human trafficking, a kind of female Grim Reaper with a skull for a face. Let me ask my wife a question. So where does the Santa Muerte come from? Okay, let's see. Well, some some insist the origin of Santa Muerte is, uh, is Mexico, come from Mexico. But others claim it predates Jan is connected to the Mayan Aztec pagan pantheon that was revealed anew by a shaman of Veracruz, New Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Others claim the origin is from Cuba, making its way into Mexico by the way of those holy men, quote unquote, and witch doctors, which, and witch doctors of black magic, whose adoration of the holy death stems from their African ancestors. Neither theory has been proven, but what is known is that the Santa Muerte has become a powerful cult since the 1960s and is now connected to the subculture of Mexican folklore, myths, and a form of witchcraft called brujeria. Mm-hmm. Brujeria comes complete with its own ministers, quote-unquote, predominantly female, and various superstitions, rituals, monsters, and patrons, quote-unquote, spirits. Which are demons. Yep. Because its pr- practitioners do not seem to seek any spiritual enlightenment, but only simple favors and rewards. The cult of the Santa Muerte is probably best described as not so much a religion as an esoteric practice wrapped up in the trappings of a religious movement. I want to go back to that last question. It's Look at what, what they said. It's like a female. So are they trying to mimic the Blessed Mother? Absolutely. Yes. Right? This is yeah. this is mimicking. This mimicking. is a parody of parody. Our Lady of That's Guadalupe. That's the word parody of Our Lady Guadalupe. Exactly it's from Mexico. Yeah. So, honey, what, how is Santa Muerte popularized? The cult, the, the cult of the Santa yeah, Muerte, has been growing rapidly, and under various titles such as Santísima, mm. Santa Niña, or Blanquita. Mm. It's very popular in the deadly subculture. Ah, I hear her coming. The our mother la- of our Savior. The mother of our Savior. Our Lady Guadalupe. Or my wife's license plate. Mate Day. <laughs> mother of God. The only woman driving around with Latin license plates. <laughs> Mate Day. Proud of it. <laughs> yeah, I got some pretty cool license plates. I'll tell you mine after this. Thank
We are back. Jesus 911. With Jesse and Anita. It's so wonderful to be back. It's always fun to be here behind the mic and just talking to you all and yeah. and being with you. And I'll tell you why, Anita, just something. Yep. I'll tell you, Anita and me, we, we, we look at life with the, half, with the glass half full and half empty. You can look all day at bad news and get depressed, despondent, uh, sad. Yep. You know what? I, I look at it because I need to see some of this, these things. Then we move on and we focus on Jesus. We yep, focus that, on evangelization. We focus on being holy. We focus right. on being prayerful because that's our goal. We're not going to live here on planet Earth too much nope, longer. Nope, We're nope. on our way to heaven. We need to know what's going on, but our focus is on Christ, that's how right. to get to heaven and those around around us, those who have a relationship. That's what's more important. Sometimes yeah. we, we can't. We can't. We don't have control of the macro issues, but we do have control of our issues, which are which, micro. Which are micro. Yeah. So just remember that. Hey, I just wanted to share with you. Jesse's going to be in Virginia Beach. It's, it's a conference called Disrupting the, the Culture with Truth, Truth Conference. That so that's what we're going. Jesse's going to be in Virginia Beach this, um, Saturday. Just look at our website. The the address is there. Just come on down. Yeah, anybody near Virginia, come on down. I want to meet you. Yes. So we're talking about why the why the cartels are so vicious. They're vicious because they're Satan worshippers, yes. and they've called themselves Santa Muerte. Right. That's what they call themselves. The, yep. Uh, and so, as I was saying, the cult the cult following of the Santa Muerte has been growing rapidly and under various titles such as, uh, like I said, Santísima, Santa Niña, Blanquita. Mm-hmm. It's very popular in the deadly subculture of Mexican drug cartels. The Santa Muerte is a patron of drug smugglers, robbers, prostitutes, mm-hmm. and the purveyors of other criminal or dubious activities like, again, human traffickers. Mm-hmm. The Santa Muerte cult is an anti-establishment and appears to glorify criminal behavior. Although not all members of the cult are criminals, all live an existence that is dominated by crime. And the cult seems to be linked closely to prisons, prisoners, and the family members of prisoners. That's who they usually draw from. It's also associated with at least two organized criminal groups, the Gulf Cartel Mm. and Mara Salvatrucha, which is known as MS-13. Wow. Anita, is Santa Muerte... A narco trafficker cult devotion. Yes, it is. The cult figure of Santa Muerte has found a home among those who traffic narcotics through the country with prayers offered to her for safe passage during drug runs and other illegal activities. They call upon Santa Muerte for help in deeds that they feel the other saints would turn from, such as prayers of vengeance and sexual desires. As Catholics, and faithful participants in the communion of saints, this should be an insult to our sensibilities to attach the title of saint to something that is so vividly in contrast to God's teaching is an attack on the very nature of of the Catholic faith. Uh, The druggies think that they can get magical protection from the saint, Santa Muerte. They believe that they are protected and and some think that they are made invisible to law enforcement. They mark the cabs of their rigs with charms, amulets, and other insignia. These, this makes it easier for them to be identified. 
U.S. law enforcement is getting better at this. The U.S. now has a two-front war against insane religious nuts. Jihadists, <laughs> in the Middle East. In the Middle East. <laughs> the jihadists and on the front of this narco-death cult on the other. Yeah, yeah we got South two. of our border. Yeah, they're coming through them. Yeah. The jihadists are coming in two right de- now. Two death cults that we're dealing yeah. with on right now. Yep. Enemies yep. of the church. The yep. jihadists yep. and the Mexican cartels. Yeah, they want to take over the United States. Yeah. So how, is, how prevalent is this cult? Trappings of the cult of the Santa Muerte appear everywhere in Mexico. Gas stations, restaurants, tourist stops, souvenir shops. It's a skeletal figure, if you've never seen it. It's a skeletal figure clad in a long robe and carrying usually a scythe and a globe. The cult of Santa Muerte dates back to at least the 1960s, but was clandestine until recent years. When, according to experts, it went increasingly public, especially in Mexico City. The cult is condemned by the Catholic Church in Mexico, but remains firmly entrenched among Mexico's lower and criminal classes. The number of believers in Santa Muerte has grown over the past 10 to 20 years to approximately 2 million followers wow. and has crossed the border into Mexican-American communities in the United States. Yep, it's wow. here in California, and, it's in Arizona, and it's in Texas. And it usually, Anita, usually is mm-hmm. the unevangelized, the right. low information, the low hanging mm-hmm. fruit Catholic that ends up gravitating towards this cult yes, because they And said, those that yeah. want money, quick yeah. money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the question I've got is, is Santa, because people have this question, yeah, yeah. so it deserves a good answer. Yeah. Is Santa Muerte a Catholic saint? Santa Muerte is not a Catholic saint. And in recent decades, her popularity in Mexico, especially among the poor and criminal classes, has led to clashes with church officials and government authorities. Her first adherents included Mexican prisoners, drug dealers, and prostitutes. The Santa Muerte figure is a cross between the Grim Grim Reaper and the Virgin Mary. Shrines to her devotion are prevalent throughout Mexico. The alms of cigarettes and liquor placed at her feet. Yeah, that's what they give her. That's a gift. Yeah, that's a gift. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what alms means, a mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. Drug traffickers often tattoo her image on their skin and crowd their homes with her likeness. Followers of this burgeoning, burgeoning cult have tried to dress the figure as a spiritual hybrid of Christianity and the occult and are venerating an idol in the process. And we all know what the Bible wow. says. That See, there, there's, there's the, a parody. The, the gods of the Gentiles are yep. demons. This yep. is a demon. Mm-hmm. The, the Mexican bishops have already declared that. Mm-hmm. So it, we're not even guessing here. So w- what do Santa Muerte services offer? Are they, are they giving services? Yeah, yeah. No, well, there, there's chapels <laughs> yep. all over. Oh, my God. I, I, I saw one article it's on, it, on the LA Times, and it's mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I, I looked at a Santa Muerte service. Mm-hmm. So I can say, okay, what do they do? Uh, one of the guys that was there, the, gun, the one that runs the, San Diego, uh, the uh, Los Angeles, California chapel, which is very active, his name is Santiago Guadalupe. He's a shaman, which means he's a witch doctor, okay, mm-hmm. sorcerer. He's a shaman for the Santa Muerte cult. He said he began his training in the shamanistic arts oh. as a child. Wow. A, a shaman, I'll give you a definition, mm-hmm. is, especially among certain tribal peoples, a person who acts as an intermediary between the natural and supernatural worlds using magic to cure illness, foretell the future, control spiritual forces, etc. Uh, years ago, they used, they used this for witchcraft 
to get certain things, money, revenge. Uh, that's what Santiago Guadalupe, he's like the, mm -hmm. the, the black priest of the Santa Muerte cult in Los Angeles. Santiago Guadalupe, who dons piles of wooden beads around his neck in addition to the headdress, to give the weekly sermon at Santuario Universal. Look at this. Look at this. I know. Look, look at the way they blaspheme, say it. Yes. You know he's a baptized Catholic. Right. Santiago right. means James. That's the yeah. cousin of Jesus, Saint James. Yeah. There's two James: James the Less, mm -hmm. James the Greater, James the Less. Mm -hmm. Both are holy men. One died. Right. Well, both died martyrs. And then he uses the term Guadalupe, mm -hmm. which is yeah. the title of Our Lady, mm -hmm. who appeared in 1531. This man is jumping over the trap door of hell. Absolutely. This guy's a blasphemer. Yeah. But, but let me continue answering the question. So. Uh, this and also, you know, it's Santuario, uh, Santuario Universal. Universal, Sanctuary. Universal Sanctuary. The, yeah. the, Catholic, the word Catholic oh. means universal. So he's saying so, that the Santa Muerte is Catholic. Yeah. It's a universal so, sanctuary. These guys are... I think that's, that's the way this, the language, that's how they get people... They of, borrow of language they, from yes, Catholicism. Yes, and they bring them, they reel them in. Look at, oh, but yeah. it says it's Santuario. Yes, you know. <laughs> but, they, but they they reel in the low oh information Catholics. Yes, yes, they do. This is Those why, that are not practicing. This is why we must study our mm -hmm. Catholic faith for the yes. rest of our lives. Absolutely. Because uh, Santiago Guadalupe, he was asked in an interview, or he uh, he said that, mm -hmm. uh, but that, uh, that Santa Muerte, he said, it is more religion it's it is about health mm -hmm. prayer that's baloney okay it's a satanic religion mm -hmm. it's the worship of satan yeah. santiago guadalupe he works three phones at once taking calls from clients all over the region seeking blessings or help with love love mm -hmm. affairs which is part of the all-inclusive spectrum of santa muerte devotion mm -hmm. there are also those requesting the more basic uh you know witch doctor shamanistic services such as healing herbs potions and the reading of tarot cards and the reading of your forehead mm -hmm. people come for their jobs for good luck at the casinos and for problems with a husband or wife. Mm -hmm. Guadalupe, this uh, uh, you know false pastor that for this satanic pastor said, "quote In Mexico, more came because they were having problems in their family. Here in the U.S., they come because they feel alone." Close quote. Oh my gosh, Anita. So, what type of devotion is offered to this demon, La Santa Muerte, by their by their followers, by their parishioners, their adherents. Wow. Okay, what type of devotion? Sneakers and cowboy boots thumb on the laminate floor as a crowd stands for long stretches, then kneels for blessings. They inhale incense smoke and raise their arms to the figure of Santa Muerte, wearing a security guard's badge. Paper notes are safety pinned to the skirt of her white satin gown. Petitions from devotees seeking favors. Offerings are piled at her feet. Orange carnations, white chrysanthemums, pink roses, a goblet of Snickers bars and peanut butter cups, beer, tequila, baskets of bananas, grapes, and loaves of bread. Wow, Santa Marta is wow, a, hung, a, a hungry, they eat, hungry, huh? hungry bear. <laughs> Signs in felt pen urge visitors to be quiet. Santa Guadalupe. They understand reverence. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying this. That's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Santa, Santa uh, Santo, uh, Guadalupe, the shaman, offers prayer for those in jail or in trouble with the law. A nod to Santa Muerte's origins among the marginal. His sermon stresses the importance of family, the evils of envy, and gossip. Even a broken clock oh. is right, correct twice a day. So he's well, got to say something. Yeah. Well, isn't that syncretism? He yes. has to mix in 
uh, the truth a little with truth a lie. With a whole bunch of yeah, lies. lies with a whole bunch of lies. Yeah, absolutely. That's the only way you're going to be able yep. to get people mm-hmm. to come. Yeah, that's the only way you right. get. You're going to reel them in and let them know it. And you notice it. It's all about sex and money. Yeah, and that's what it is. And you'll notice that there there are chapels are adorned with a lot of Catholic statuary and Catholic images. Yeah, and this grabs the that's what the, grabs the them. low information Catholic. Yeah, the low hanging fruit. The low hanging fruit. Yep. Yep, yep. What type of prayers are offered at these Santa Muerte services? According to this LA Times article, it says this is what happens three times a week at the Temple Templo Santa Muerte on Melrose Avenue, where about twenty people gather for services. Blessed and glorious Mother, and here's here's their, one of their prayers. Blessed and glorious Mother, Angel of Death, they pray. We ask you to protect us. Close quote. There are also personal testimonies, singing, devotees talk of Santa Muerte's powerful to power to perform miracles. They share stories of unexpected blessings, an airline ticket procured, a baby's lung infection cleared. Santa Muerte said to have particular powers over love. Mm. Rick Naimas, a photographer who has documented immigrants, Santa Muerte worship, said this practice fills the serious needs among the marginalized. We shall continue talking about this evil, wicked cult that's impacted the Southwest, especially the Mexican and the Mexican-American. Stay tuned. Our Lady Guadalupe, what up, Arobis? Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So tenderly you hold us in your arms. Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. We are back, Jesus 911, with Jesse and Anita on this first Friday devoted to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the first Friday of the uh, uh, vision of of St. Mary Mary Margaret Alacoque. I always get her name tongue-tied with that. Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, Jesus, have mercy mercy on on us. us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray Pray for for us. us. So where where we left off was... Talk about the Santa Muerte and their services. Right, their service of prayer, the prayers that were offered. And so tell us, finish telling us about it. Or maybe start from the beginning. Well, this this is from the LA Times, an article of a photographer and a a writer called Rick Namus. He's a photographer who's documented immigrants uh, at the Santa Muerte worship. And he says that this the practice fills serious needs among the marginalized, citing a group of transgender prostitutes that he saw in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he photographed them in San Francisco. Uh, they sought Santa Muerte's protection from AIDS and even conducted <laughs> marriages in her name. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Rick Namus, you know, he's a secular mm-hmm. guy, but he called it a genuine spiritual questing by people trapped in highly dangerous lives whose poverty need... Uh, uh, whose poverty, need, or underworld occupations leave them feeling exiled from conventional faith. So, yeah, these are people who have really made a mess of their life. Yeah. And instead of going to God, yeah, the source away. of all power, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, to the world. They're, not, they're not falling into a bigger sin. It's mm-hmm. the sin against the first commandment. Yep. They're going to Satan mm-hmm. uh, by superstitious practices and by worshiping false gods, and yep. this is an offense against God, and it doesn't end well if you don't repent. So, Anita, what do the Mexican bishops say about La Santa Muerte? Uh, uh, well, yep. no, let me let me take, well, let me ask you two questions. Yep. Okay. Where do Santa Muerte where do Santa Muerte services operate from? I think we got an LA Count uh, an LA Times article here that'll yeah. tell you that. And also, my second question is, 
What do the Mexican bishops say about La Santa Muerte? Okay, let's go to your first question. Okay. Uh, where do Santa Marta servers operate from? Okay, from the barrios. The storefronts are called botanicas. So San- Santiago Guadalupe, that's that shaman, helps run the sect from a pink office in a black, in the back, and in the back yeah. of a tiny botanic botanica up the street from the Santa Muerte Shrine. The walls are decorated with a painting of an Indian shaman in wolfskin, a sunset calendar, and shelves containing incense. So you can find that on that article, right? LA Times article. So um, let's see what the Mexican bishops say about the Santa Muerte. They say, on Thursday, November uh, 6, 2008, the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Mexico City condemned devotion to Santa Muerte. They also call it Saint Death in English. That masquerades as authentic Catholic Christianity. So, see, there you go. There's a masquerading mm. of the Catholic faith. Santa Muerte is no saint, say Mexican bishops. The Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Mexico City says popular devotion to the so-called Saint Death is not compatible with the Catholic faith. Santa Muerte is definitely not a saint in the traditional sense. At the bare minimum, a saint must be a real person who died and went to heaven. The Santa Muerte figure does not represent any historical person. And you can find that the church in particular, the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Mexico City, has not minced words in the decrying the worship of Santa Muerte as being in direct opposition to the teachings of the church and proper worship. Which is a holy sacrifice of the Mass. mass. Right. You can find that in Catholic Exchange. To the dismay of the Catholic Church and the disgust of the Mexican government, a bogus saint from popular folklore has become a crucial accessory for junkies, gang members, and cartel kingpins alike. That's sad. Yeah, it is. You know why? Because we haven't evangelized our people. This is why this is happening. Absolutely. Mexican gangs and cartels and drug lords and pimps and... We haven't evangelized them because we're no. so busy talking about climate change and global warming and yep, and, and plastic in the ocean. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Calm down, Jess. Calm down. All right. Let's okay. So, so tell us, where has Santa Muerte devotion cropped up at? Where the, do you the Santa Muerte devotion has cropped up mostly because the indigenous religions present in pre-Christian Mexico never really went away when Mexico was... Evangelized. Wow. I would say it was colonized. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, I'm, I don't think. I don't think they sat down and gave everybody the Baltimore right. Catechism. No, I don't think so either. And, 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 and when everybody, you know, had everybody like you know, open their heart to Jesus Christ, maybe like in a in a in a beautiful prayer. Yeah, I agree with you. It was yeah. colonized. That it was colonized, not evangelized. So yeah. even though most people are officially Catholic, pagan religious influences from the Aztecs are ubiquitous and obvious in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I would argue that Mexico was never really evangelized or catechized. They were colonized. This is why the popes have called for a new evangelization, because most modern Western people have not been evangelized. So let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Unless you have a comment. Oh, no no comment. No comment on Mm, that? Not right now. (laughs) So who do they recruit the Santa Muerte cult, and how do they recruit? Okay. Consider it from the perspective of a Santa Muerte follower. You have... Little formal education in your faith, or anything else for that matter. Instead, your beliefs come from the traditions of your family. Which may not be good. Which may not be good. Friends and community. You Mm. know, community is not always good. Yeah. (laughs) 
One day a friend or co-worker approaches you and tells you all about the Santa Muerte, a new saint who grants incredible favors to her followers. Wow, that's interesting, right? Mm. You have a strong faith, but don't consider yourself to be a good Catholic. Maybe you're living with your girlfriend or dealing drugs. Unlike the other saints, Santa Muerte isn't perfect either, and she promises not to judge you. Ah, that's the hook there. So you say if you pray to Santa Muerte, and you soon receive the favors that you requested, probably by coincidence. Or probably by demonic invention. Or demonic invention, yeah. Yeah. Maybe your mother recovers from a serious illness, your business has a profitable day, or you receive a lucrative ransom from for the businessman that you kidnapped. <laughs> now, a believer in Santa Muerte, you lay an offering of flowers, tequila, or gold on her altar to repay her for the favor, and you become a new evangelist for her. Wow. There, there That's it is. Simple. Simple. Hold yeah. the... The evolution of becoming a, an official member yes. happens. Yes. Uh, I wish that would happen with people of faith. So, Jesse, how is the Santa Muerte a patron? They call them a De- patron. Devotees of the Santa Muerte, before carrying out a dubious activity, some type of criminal activity, mm-hmm. they go to the council of a curandera, who's a, a folk healer, a witch doctor, a <clears throat> sorcerer, and a fortune teller. <clears throat> Depending on various local customs, the ministers of the Santa Muerte accepting an offering of money and usually giving a palm reading ask a series of questions about the activity or favor being requested. Then the soothsayer, this uh, again, this mm-hmm. fortune teller, witch doctor, will invoke a spirit, a demon, Santa Muerte, and determine an answer via the use of tarot cards. All completely demonic practices. The favors requested are usually for cures, love potions, or to know if one will be able to perform the dubious activity with safe passage. Mm-hmm. Offerings of incense symbolize prayers and promises made if the favor is granted. Oh, Anita, gosh. isn't Santa Muerte just a harmless religious devotion? That's a similar information Catholics say. Okay. Well, this devotion may look in a form similar to that of Christian petitioning to the communion of saints, but it's distinctively different in matter and intention. An example is when, when a person asks praise to a Christian saint, the prayer, invocation, or supplication is made always t- to God in, with, and through Jesus Christ. Amen. And you can find that in Scripture on 1 Timothy 2.15. All Christian supplications via the saints come with church-approved devotions with the intent being the greater glory of God. The devotee of the Santa Muerte requests favors through the use of witchcraft, also known as brujeria, which is ultimately from the devil because of the evil intent. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. So, Jesse, why is Santa Muerte demonic? Why is it so demonic? Because the Santa Muerte is, number one, an image of blasphemy. Number two, appeals to the power of sorcery. Number three, petitions for assistance in the performance of illegal and immoral deeds. The cult is a mockery of Christianity and the intercession given by the communion of saints this mockery could even be identified as as could, could even be identified a neo iconoclasm not so much through the actual breaking of images but in the blasphemous distortion and improper use of the icons mm. most poignant is the fact that there's no appeal towards virtue or morality there's no ultimate conversion towards Jesus Christ thus the santa muerte cult is a product of demonic influence leading souls to perdition. So 
try to get another yeah. question in here. So what 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 about its power to predict future events? Okay, its power. Any power to know future events outside of Jesus Christ is a work of the demonic influence, everybody. Listen to that. It must be remembered that demons are fallen angelic beings that re- retain limited angelic powers. Examples of this limited power are oppression, obsession, and even possession. Demonic spirits cannot truly heal or see future events. They can only manipulate events to assist in sinful behavior. The Catholic Church is willing to admit that there are diabolical and evil forces in our world that can be invoked, yet the Church rejects all occult practices as demeaning the the omnipotence and omniscience of God. She affirms that Jesus Christ is Lord over all these powers. Occultism is a mortal sin because these practices interfere with the communication of God's grace and with our response to that grace, refusing to place total faith, confidence, and reliance on the one and holy God. Occultism places undue trust in those powers that have been subordinate to Christ. You know what? Yeah, just they uh, no trust in Christ. That's exactly. That's it. why they go to. Yeah, the other side. We're we're pretty much cl- uh, towards the end, and this is the end of the week. I want to cl- hold with, just lift up the lift up our our Lord and pray in our Father as we wrap this show up. And and a, and a hail Mary and a glory be. Okay. Uh, I think uh, how much how much how much time do we have left? No, I think we got another segment, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> this oh, is the third okay, segment. Okay. This is the third segment. Oh, thank you. Okay, uh, oh. here she comes. <laughs> The mother of the Savior. Yes. Our Morenita. The mother of the Redeemer. The mother of the Lord and giver of life himself. Yes. We'll be right back. Yeah, I had a senior moment. Our joy. I had a senior moment. <laughs> That's okay. okay. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Okay. Cool. <laughs> My wife's license plate, Mater Dei. <laughs> Pray for us. What's my Another, license plate? Jude 3. Jude, yeah, well, it's only one Jude, chapter, yeah. so Jude, or Jude chapter 1, verse 3. That's Jude easy three. to remember. It says, contend for the faith, once and for all, deliver to the saints. Anita, so why do we call this show Jesus 911? Why do we call it? Because of Psalm 69, verse 2. What does it say? God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. If you do your liturgy of the hours, you're always going to pray that prayer. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're talking about uh, the cult of La Santa Muerte, and uh, there's obviously questions that we've been asked in times past from the audience. We've mm-hmm. saved the questions, and we're responding to them right now. Mm-hmm. So, Anita, what should a Catholic do if they've engaged in occult practices like La Santa Muerte? Okay, this is very important, so listen up. You must remove and destroy all these counterfeit items from your life. Pray to Jesus Christ in sincere repentance for having sinned by having strange gods before you. You then must go to confession and receive Holy Communion weekly, as well as be invested in the brown scapular. You must begin living an amended life, avoiding both sin and the occasion of sin. Radical Christianity. Yeah, radical. Once you've you've lived for Satan, you've got to go to the other side radically. Absolutely, radically. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. Bad. So, honey, why do many Catholics practice both Catholicism and Santa Muerte? Why do you think they do them both? Well, they still consider... They double dip. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they still consider themselves Catholic mm-hmm. because only the Catholics believe in saints, and Santa Muerte becomes a devotion in the same way that other Catholics are devoted to, like, say, like the Divine Mercy mm-hmm. or St. Jude. Your priest is probably preaching against Santa Muerte, but you hardly ever go to Mass anyway, so you probably you probably never hear it. This is how a folk religion gets started. And there's an interesting element of bargaining in the Santa Muerte devotion, which resembles how many American Catholics believe that a certain miracle prayer will guarantee results. You often see these on prayer chain letters with a note that a certain prayer novena has never been known to fail. And these letters have also been condemned by the church as superstitious. superstitious. Uh, so, and you know, it's like Hosea the prophet said in the Old Testament, my people are perishing for their lack of knowledge. Yep. Not only happened to the Jews in the Old Testament, it's happening to yeah. New Testament Catholics in, in, in today. Yeah, we see it right now. I mean, it's big, especially starting with the White House. Yeah, started with the White House, uh, the, yep. the Speaker of the House, yep. California Governor, Gotta New, be New, honest. York, New York Governor, absolutely, uh, Fauci. I mean, yep. th- these are people that have a lot of alphabets after their name. Yes, and uh, it's unfortunate they're most of them are Catholic. Yeah, I think everybody that I just named right now <laughs> By is name Catholic. only. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, they're fake Catholics, and, and we hope and pray that they, they come to Christ before they yeah, drop absolutely. dead because they're all old men and women. Yes. So is Santa Muerte religion, or is the Santa Muerte religion compa- incompatible with Catholicism? Uh, yes, absolutely, because so many of the followers of Santa Muerte have intermingled their dark beliefs with that of the culture of the Roman Catholic Church. It poses a threat to the integrity of the Church as viewed from the outside. It gives ammunition to anti-Catholic biases that often misconstrue traditions as superstitions and veneration of saints as idol worship. The Catholic veneer that has been thinly painted over it is precisely what makes this pagan tradition so dangerous. Many followers are tricked into assuming it holds a legitimate place in their worship because it so closely mimics the visual representations of the Catholic Church. Mm. Mm. Well, it's... um, it's incredible, incredible. Counterfeit. Yep. Counterfeit, Counterfeit Catholicism. Mm-hmm. It, okay. Uh, is mixing Catholicism with another religion the heresy of syncretism? I think we did. We mentioned something. Like Absolutely. That, yes. All of this falls into the error mm-hmm. and heresy of syncretism, mm-hmm. yep. which is an effort to unite different doctrines and practices, especially in religion. And such unions or amalgams are part of cultural history and are typical of what has occurred in every segment of the non-Christian world. Syncretism is also applied to the ecumenical efforts among separated Christian churches, and within Catholicism to the attempts made of combining the best elements of different theological schools. But in recent years, because of the modernist, the term mainly refers to the misguided claims that that religious unity can be achieved by ignoring the differences between faiths, which which is false, on the assumptions that all creeds are essentially one and the same. That's yep. another false proposition. Yeah, those are, don't you think those are the, the lukewarm ones? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 that, and this division or this confusion mm-hmm. comes from Satan. Yeah, so, absolutely. is Santa Muerte, that term, is it an oxymoron, Saint Death? The title given to this cult figure, Santa Muerte, is in, it, is in and of itself a deceptive misnomer. 
A saint is an actual person who has lived on earth and served God. In contrast, this entity is a concoction of self-serving evil. Saints' lives are devoted to glorify God. The symbol of Santa Muerte stands for self-glorification through the wrongful deeds. As Catholics, we are all called to be saints and to use the lives of our canonized saints as models. This evil phenomenon is the inverse of that. To turn to a figure like Santa Muerte is to turn away from God, absolutely it is, and to mock the communion of saints, definitely. Unfortunately, in a culture submerged in drugs and death, the selfish idea of a wish-granting entity like Santa Muerte is infectious. Mm. According to the Brother Ignatius Mary of um, OLSM, a director and senior counselor of the Father Bio Deliverance Center, cites the worship of this false saint as being in direct violation of the first commandment. Spot on. Mm-hmm. Pointing to the selfish nature of Santa Muerte, he notes, those in this cult are seeking and appealing to something other than God. They trust this non-existent saint rather than entrusting God. Mm. Yes. So is Santa Muerte devil worship in disguise? Yeah, the country of Mexico's Catholic Church has deemed Santa Muerte's followers devil-worshipping cultists. So this is from the, the successors of the apostles. In Mexico, the Catholic Church has linked Santa Muerte to Satanism, saying she's being used to mislead desperate people. Priests regularly chastise and teach parishioners that death is not a person, but rather a phase of life. In addition, the church states that Santa Muerte is an idol, the worship of which has been rejected by God since the Old Testament. Worship of this or any other idol is a form of devil worship since the devil tricks, uh, tricks people into doing things such as this. The devil can do many of the things that Santa Muerte reportedly does. Another reason the church condemns worship of Santa Muerte is that her rites are based on Catholic liturgy. It is felt that, that at, at best the worship of, of a saint or holy death is a misinterpretation of Catholic doctrine. Mm-hmm. A holy death or muerte santa means that the deceased has had the benefits of being spiritually prepared for death via the sacraments and confession, but the concept is not personified in in an individual. Both Catholic and Protestant churches view the cult as a kind of black magic that needs to be condemned as trickery. So, Anita, should we be discouraged or look at this as an opportunity to evangelize? Faithful Catholics should not be discouraged by events unfolding with the flock in Mexico, but should see it as a chance for evangelization. The people of Mexico who are lured to this dark devotion are seeking an outlet, and it is an opportunity to educate them about the true saints and holy devotions in which our soul, their souls would be better invested, such as divine mercy. We should also be vigilant in our home parishes to watch for those who may become deceived by this growing cult. Popular culture in the United States has already begun to embrace a cult figure with T-shirts and hats, with the ghastly image of the imprint, imprinted on them in circulation. The cult of Santa Muerte is, is a dangerous amalgamation. 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 Oh, that's, a, that's a tough word. Amalgamation. <laughs> of Christian and pagan culture that threatens to lead many astray. But it is a force that can be fought with proper education. Absolutely. So what's the definition of syncretism? Okay, okay, is is a Greek syncretizo. That's is, the Greek yeah, word which is for the it. the New Testament, yeah. Yeah, which means to unite disunited elements into a harmonious whole. But you can't so do that, that. 
Right, you with can't religion. Do that. You can't Mm-mm. do that with religion. Absolutely not. Yeah, let's let's do a prayer for yeah. uh, for all the audience here. Yeah, uh, we're going to pray to the Holy Spirit, and uh, just repeat after us. We'll do it slow so you can repeat after us in the name of the Father, Father Son, Son and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Come, Come Holy Spirit, Spirit take, take me as Thy disciple. Guide me, illuminate me, sanctify me. Bind my hands that they may do no evil. Cover my eyes that they may see it no more. Sanctify my heart that evil may not dwell within me. Be thou my God, be thou my guide. Wherever thou leadest me, I will go. Whatsoever thou forbiddest me, I will renounce. And whatsoever thou commands me in thy strength, I will do. Lead me unto the fullness of thy truth. Amen. Pater noster qui es in celis, santificet omnem tuum, advenia regnam tuum fia voluntas tua, sicur in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum da nobis hodie, et demite nobis debita nostra, sicur et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationum, salivernos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria. Gracia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Santa Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccadoribus, nunc in amortis nostre. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Santo, sicur era in principio, et nunc et sempre, in secula seculorum. Amen. Babe, so why do we call the, uh, the shows Monday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday? Why do we call it Jesus 911? It's based on what Bible verse? Okay, again. Remember this, Psalm 69, verse 2. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Remember, if you pray the Liturgy of the Hours or in your Magnificat, you're going to see that scripture verse in there. Over and over and again. Over and over. It's and, just and, a, and, and give us the wise words of St. Padre Pio before we wrap it up. Yeah, what does St. Padre Pio say? Pray hope and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and we'll hear your prayer. That's right. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here are three things that that here's your homers that that for all of us. Number one, know your Catholic faith. You cannot live your faith if you don't know it, and you cannot share it with others what you do not first make your own. What's the second the thing? The second you must one: do? live your Catholic faith. Your Catholic faith is a public thing. It is not meant to be left behind when you leave your home. And the third mm-hmm. thing is spread your Catholic faith. Jesus Christ wants us to bring the whole world into captivity to the truth, and the truth is Jesus himself, who's the way, the truth, and the life, John 14, 6. Remember, we serve the Virgin Most Powerful, a 12-star general. Pray the Holy Rosary and read the Bible every day. Go to Mass as often as possible. As you unite your prayers with Mary and St. Michael, mm-hmm. you inflict damage, torment, and drive demons away from you and your family. Yeah, remember, if you want to see Jesse, he's going to be... At the Disrupting the Culture with Truth, Catholic Speakers Uncensored. Wow. So it's going to be an invigorating and exciting event. Be there in Virginia Beach. Look at our website. It's there. And um, have a blessed weekend. That's right. Up next, I am. It's going to be my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's right. Up next, Gary Machuda. Stick around. Hands-on apologetics. As for us, we are EOW. End of watch. We're out. God bless you. God bless you, family.